You're listening to WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Hey, we're joined by Chris on the Zoom. Chris, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How's it going, buddy? How's everybody doing? It's going well down here. It's going well. Very sunny. How's it? How's the weather up there, up in Delaware? Rainy. Rainy? The past two days. Oh, do you guys need rain right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Um, how are you guys holding up up there? Um, you've been working recently. Uh, your hours were cut back. Um, you are uh, Delaware. Do they still have a uh, shelter in place going on? Yeah. Yep. Um, have to wear a face mask when you're going shopping in Delaware and Maryland. Um. Have tape everywhere when you go to the grocery store to stay two carts away from everyone. Okay. How about you guys? Yeah, it's kind of the grocery stores are the same. Um, there's no mandate. You don't have to wear a mask. Decent amount of people are. Um, today's actually the very first day that we are light. The restrictions just got lightened. Um, like restaurants are able to open at like half capacity and things like that. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to, I'm not going to go out. I mean, I'm here at the studio. I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm treating it just like I treated it the past couple weeks. Um, yeah. Cause I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on out there. Um, yeah. so Hopefully everybody's still staying safe out there and keeping your hands clean. Um, wear your mask, not just for yourself, but for me too. Um, and all the older people out there. But yeah, there's we had we had our draft last week. Um, I've sent out the link. I I don't see everybody showing up. Um, our our draft when compared to what actually happened over the weekend. I believe there were two selections that were like a hundred percent right, and obviously, I I stole the uh, the easy selection that would be right by choosing yeah. Joe Burrow. Um, but but we yeah. didn't we didn't do so well. But I mean, when I'm looking out here, I don't think uh, I don't think 
there's some football teams out there that I don't think did so well either. Um, no, no, that's what I, that's what I, if somebody reached for a player, it would mess up the projected what we had. So when those teams were reaching deep for the, the picks, it would push back or defense tackles and everything. In the go yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's what happens when you try to, uh, create your own your own pick and out of every year that has ever happened um i think i was i was reading that this year was the closest to actual chalk as as any mock drafts have ever predicted because of the whole fact of um like nobody got to go see these players really it was it was just like a bunch of uh questions um we're joined by Jeff now in Baltimore and Jamie in Savannah. How are you guys doing? Good, good. What's up, brother? Good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We're just talking about how how everything's going. You guys still in uh shelter in place in Maryland too? Yeah, man. Okay. Struggling, well, but we're here. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're Georgia is out there. We're we're opening things up um i think it might be a little too early we'll see we're going to be the uh guinea pigs i guess you could say for for the rest of the uh country that's had had high numbers but yeah back to the draft and and how how we did not do that well um i saw as it I saw Carolina was trying to make that pick or that trade that you pulled off chris um yeah. Yeah. So. So that's that's where we are. What was what do you guys think was the the biggest uh, disappointment in the draft? I know what Eagles fans think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you think? You think they're upset that they went for a quarterback and got Jalen Hurts? I think they're upset about Hurts and Rager. Some people are coming around on Rager, it seems, but uh, Hurts, uh, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I saw a little thing on ESPN about uh, Howie Roseman, how what his thoughts on it, why he did it. Uh, still doesn't make any sense. I mean, <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. Carson Wentz making thirty nine million this year, and then about twenty five until a million, about twenty five million a year for the next until two thousand twenty twenty four. Uh, what are you What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing with this guy? I heard he, they're gonna try some uh, Taysom Hill things. Say that again. I heard they're gonna try some Taysom Hill type uh, uses for him. So at least just, he's cheap, right? Right. For now, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll maybe they'll work out some kind of trade. Uh, you know, yeah. everybody always. It, I mean, there's so many quarterbacks out there right now. I just like, like yeah. Chris. And then Green, Green Bay reaching out for their 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 Jordan Love quarterback. That that upset me a little bit because you know uh. that's gonna put fire in uh, Aaron Rodgers, and he's now he's trying to like he's trying to work with his wide receiver core. Now he needs to compete for keeping his job. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's gonna be much of a competition there. Um, yeah. As long as Aaron Rodgers still throwing those dimes like he throws, uh, 
he'll be fine. But I mean, that's that's a huge shock. Aaron Rodgers, as I mean, I know we've we've all probably seen the same things. How he's at thirty six, Favre was at thirty five. Um, Seems a couple years early. Yeah, you know? I'm. I mean, but Favre had been trying to retire over and over again. Like, I mean. But just get your guy, get him a receiver. There were so many receivers. They didn't even pick up a single receiver for him. Yeah. Not happy about that. This draft ever, as far as receivers go. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get your uh, your number one quarterback, who some people, and I've I've seen somewhere that Tom Brady even says Aaron Rodgers is is a better quarterback than him. And you just give them nothing to work with. I mean, they are good at developing receivers, but yeah, for goodness sakes. I mean, maybe they picked up, I don't know what they did in uh, the UDFAs, but maybe they gra- grabbed a couple there. Yeah. I didn't see, see anything. Um, I was, I was happy to see uh with Thaddeus Moss go to the Redskins, I mean, go somewhere. I would have liked to see him go somewhere else, like an organization that actually stays strong. He'll last there. He'll, he'll, make, he'll get traded or uh, get picked up by someone else. They got, they got too many receivers, even their running backs that are receivers that they drafted. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll be maybe practice squad or, or maybe someone else will pick him up. But he, he's a developmental guy anyway, right? Uh, I mean, they say he's great at blocking, and he's got sure hands. So uh, he crushed he crushed the the tight end records for LSU. I mean, right? Forgot he was a tight end. Yeah. See, and that's I mean, he he should move over to receiver as big as he is, but I guess he he works so well in that um in the blocking game. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, anybody, uh, what did you guys like seeing? I mean, we had the Packers making boneheaded moves. Um, sneaky, a sneaky team out there were actual the uh, New York Giants. Not a whole lot of flash, but man, they're they're trying to protect that line. They're trying to um, what is it, David? Uh, who's their quarterback? Jones or Danny Dimes. Yeah. Danny, not David. Danny Jones. Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they're definitely trying to protect him. I mean yeah, that, that, they they had a really nice draft. Uh especially David Gettleman with his um uh, his mask on the whole with, draft. That with his awesome. mask. That's should I should I put my mask on, even though nobody can see me? I put a mask on for uh the radio, even though I'm the only person in here. Um, but yeah, like they, they, I mean, Saquon should have some, some good lanes open up for him. Um, I'm excited to see what happens there. I'm not, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sold on the quarterback there yet, but I guess we'll be able to see him work now that he's actually got, going to have some, uh, some spots to, uh, stand back there now. Um, so Vegas, their quarterback's still Carr, right? Yeah. Okay, so they drafted like a hundred receivers in the draft, right? All right. 
do you think they're going to go after Cam Newton? I mean, I I have. People are saying Jacksonville, but yeah, I mean, I'd I'd like to see him in a Raiders uniform. That would be that'd pretty be cool. cool. He'd, that'd be a good spot for him, I think. A car is so up and down. I mean, I think he's going to end up in New England. I thought that too. That that scares me. I thought Jalen Hurts was going to end up in New England. And like they were gonna get him at the very end of the draft, and then just groom him. But New England, I mean, they—he could go there. They, what did they do in the draft? A bunch of defensive players, maybe like I think maybe one running back. I can't remember. They got a tight end also. Two tight ends, yeah. Two tight ends, which they should be good. Uh, you remember last they time they got two the, tight ends? When they when they picked up uh, Hernandez, oh yeah, Hernandez and Gronk. Yep. Um, I thought they, uh, I think they got a, a quarterback at the end or uh, undrafted guy. Maybe an undrafted guy. Yeah. Because I don't think uh, I got. What's up? What was that? Ah, I think I think we lost Chris. <laughs> Looks like it. I think you know. Just to say one thing about the Ravens, uh, I'm pretty pumped about the draft. Uh, Queen is awesome. Uh, you know, I think they filled every need and they went with best on the board. Uh, J.K. Dobbins was a little surprising, but when you see, look at him, and you think about how uh, Lamar and Ingram are as a team, I think they're pretty much getting him ready to take over for Ingram next year. Um, and there's a developmental time period that needs to happen between the chemistry between Lamar and, and the running back. Uh, in the playoff game against the Titans, your, your team, Glenn, uh, we got we got hosed. Uh, Ingram wasn't healthy enough to play, and you can't run that offense without a, a sure a connection between the quarterback and the running back. It, it, yeah. It's just how our offense is. Yeah. And I mean, any running back that, that gets onto that team is going to, um, he's just going to be brought in there. I mean, you see how Ingram is, how unselfish of a running back he is. I mean, he knows he's going to get his touches, but he wants to have a, a guy right there that's one of the top running backs in the league so that, I mean, so he can get his rest. So when he goes in there, he's even more dangerous. So I mean, I th- I thought they had a awesome draft. Um, just did they did they uh, find a replacement for the offensive line? Yeah, we got uh, two guys. Um, one from Michigan, and I'm pretty sure the other one's from Ohio State. I'm not positive. I I could look back. But okay. we did we did get two guys, and I know we got two or three guys that were undrafted that we were keying on too. Um, and I don't know who they are yet. I don't think they put that out there. Yeah, but um, and unlike the uh, unlike the the Packers who didn't help their their quarterback out, um, 
we got Jamie Steelers. We got Steelers up in the house. Um, what do you think about yep. your What do you think about your draft going after a wide receiver first? Try to get a little uh, a little heat off Big Ben for a little bit. Uh, yeah, obviously that's a position Pittsburgh's been kind of struggled with last year. Um, number one receiver. Uh, get some pretty good production from the backup guys. And, and, uh, oh yeah, Big Ben's gonna need some bodies to throw to. He's got good, uh, good depth there, really. Yeah. Um, overall, I think their draft was pretty good. Uh, got some pretty defensive guys in the background. They only had six picks total. Yeah, no first-rounders, right? They didn't trade up into that first round. And I, I, I think this season will really hinge on uh, the health of Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, solid defense, they always have. Uh, offensive line, generally pretty solid. And uh, if they can get the running game going, then that, that'll open up for Ben. But he's got to stay healthy. Otherwise, Pittsburgh's going to finish last. Mm, I, 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 it's hard for me to believe that Pittsburgh's gonna finish last in a, uh, division that the Browns are in. I know the Browns. Yeah. They got another receiver. They, they're looking good. They fooled me last year. Even after all off season, I complained and I said, they're still going to be the Browns. Um, I drafted some of their guys, uh, Baker Mayfield in fantasy and um yeah when it came down to it i mean the browns are still the browns this i don't know what's going on in cleveland football i know it's supposed to be like one of the birthplaces we got this is right next to uh canton um but yeah the browns are gonna be the browns if anybody disagrees call us I don't think they had a very good draft either. Huh? I don't think the Browns had a tremendous draft. No, nah, I think they're they they were happy about some uh offensive line and wide receivers, but I, just, I keep going back to this pay, this Packers story. Um how about how about how about how about um Aaron Rodgers former Coach, what's he grab first pick? A wide receiver. But Rogers is like, oh man, yep. why isn't he still here? Yep. So I know you guys. I know uh, Jeff and Chris. You saw the the picture I showed out of uh, the Packers coach and family and his little son washing his hands. He's like, whoa, I'm not making these picks. I am not making these picks um i want to remind you guys that you are listening to bring it in show on wruu 107.5 you can find us on instagram or twitter at bring it in show for all your sports questions comments and any info you might want to know about the show um Give us a call at 912-712-5077 let us know what your favorite team did in the draft and how everything went for you over the weekend. 
So, man, the draft. That was like one of the biggest things in the weekend. Uh, did you guys watch uh, ESPN last night? I, I did not. You oh, the I missed it too. Oh, talking man. about the last dance. Yeah, the last dance. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. Okay, I was gonna say, Chris, yeah. I couldn't believe you. <laughs> it's like you're you you reminded me that it was on um, when yeah. you started talking about Rodman. I ran back to my TV and I was like, "Oh, did I record it? Yes, I can start it from the beginning." I only watched uh, episode three last night so today i'll end up watching four have you caught any of these uh jamie i watched uh episode one and two all so right far. man it's it's it brings me back like i'm getting goosebumps watching this stuff man exp- episode three last night um started showing the beginning of the the uh pistons just beating them up man i forgot i mean i know everybody's always talking about how soft basketball's gotten with uh the flops like they are um playing soccer now um but man man throwing throwing fists they are throwing fists throwing fists and not getting kicked out of the game yeah yeah. (laughs) they're just each other and let's go yeah it's Man, it is rough. Um, and then just just them focusing on Dennis Rodman, like yeah. showing how much he actually put in for that uh, that that team. Like I said, I hadn't gotten to uh, episode four yet, but I hear episode four is all it goes into Rodman taking a little vacation to yeah. Vegas. That they started highlighting Phil Jackson's earlier career and how he played it in the NBA, and then he was coaching. Um, he got two rings on the Pistons, so he's got two rings as a player and eleven rings as a coach. Oh, really? Yes. For some reason, I thought he got a uh, one ring as a player with like the Knicks or something. It was with the Pistons. I, it was Knicks or Pistons, but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I started looking it up. I was like, oh, man, this is amazing that he's, he, he's got two rings as a player, too. Yeah, I, did, I do remember hearing that. Uh, I heard he uh, ended up going out to Malibu when he was a player and um, expanding his mind with something. And that's one thing that helped him uh, like work on the triangle and like yep. perfect the triangle uh offense and man i mean hey hey it works for you phil and it's definitely worked for him so 11 11 championships as a uh just imagine if if michael jordan didn't go play baseball and if if lakers didn't like push shaquille o'neal away he would have more than than uh, that he'd he'd just be dripping dripping championship rings well didn't Jordan leave because they were forcing Phil out? I know, but he they, they did the, they did the uh, three peat repeat in between his baseball season. Yeah, there was uh continued on. There was a uh, yeah, shortened that, season but, that year, right? What's that? Wasn't there a shortened season the first yeah. year that he left? Yep. I only watched the first episode, so I'm I'm behind. I I don't know how much it's talked about as 
his baseball. It's 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 a weird timeline on how they talk about because a lot of the footage is from the very last season, so they're like talking about the last season in the very beginning of each episode, mm-hmm. kind of, and then they do like little flashbacks, and I mean they've gone back to yeah. I think Arkansas first timeline where it goes back and goes forward. Yeah. So yeah, they're doing great. They're doing great. Beastie Boys on there, Prince is on there. I'm, I'm loving the the soundtrack they got going on with it. Yeah, I mean this is, this was supposed to get um, to get Michael Jordan fans pumped up after the NBA Finals and stuff, and he just yeah. just taking over and just watching it. It's oh man, like. The way he used to attack the the rim and then do that little one eighty, zoop over his back like that. That's I mean the moves, just just that whole team. It's just it's so fun watching them. Yeah, and what I realized is I didn't you know we got they got the Bulls got Rodman off the Pistons and Ron Harper was on the Pistons too and has a, a ring with with the Pistons too and we got and the Bulls ended up getting Ron Harper off the Pistons so we could. Do, Took two of their players. Yeah. And I thought it was funny that um, Jordan actually said in the episode last night when the Pistons were trying to defend him, he was like, man, they should have put Harper on me. He was shutting me down that night, but they left me wide open. Man, knowing that every Sunday at nine o'clock it's going to be coming on. Yeah, that's why when when I came down to um, when episode three finished, I was like, man, do I want to sit here and watch another one, or do I want to do I want to save it for later on this week? I was like, I'm, I'm not going to have much to watch this week, so I'll save it a little bit. And uh, yeah, is save it push it off but i'm probably gonna end up watching it today like yeah. it's not when gonna stretch this, everybody has the same haircut as me now john paxton's got a clean shaved head now i'm like everybody <laughs> they're interviewing i'm like yeah you know the hairstyle <laughs> you're on it first huh oh yep you took it down yeah they're following following yeah. my lead yeah they are <laughs> So have you got uh, interesting to watch it because it really made me think of a question you asked. uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Yeah. Um, uh, Who was more important for Jordan, you know, coach or Scottie Pippen? It made me think about that while I was watching those two, uh, the first two episodes. Yeah. uh, The development of where they, you know, the Bulls got to from, you know, five, six years after he even drafted Jordan. So it's pretty interesting to wonder what what was actually who was the more important factor in that. Yeah, yeah. before I even, Jordan even admits that he couldn't have done it without both of them. Yeah, that's I, I just thought it was so awesome too that uh, Jordan literally got on the Bulls team. They were the worst team in the league, and he he became their best player in a matter of a week or so. I think the the, the second or third game he played in, everyone knew like. All right, we're not gonna just lose anymore. Yeah. We're gonna win. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll, he's gonna make us win. Yeah, I was I was uh, really firm two weeks ago on I thought it was uh, all Scottie Pippen, but mm-hmm. after watching more, 
I see, um, I see like, man, like I, neither of them wanted to be there without the, uh, without Phil Jackson there. So, I mean, and, and Kraus seems like a slime ball and whatnot. I don't get a good taste in my mouth from them. Not, not the type of taste that you would get from old trappers, hot and spicy beef jerky. That's yeah. a good taste. I see you munching down on it, Jeff. Um, it's, it's so good. Old but, trapper, hot and spicy beef, beef jerky. Get it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, imagine that scenario breaking out in this day and age of sports media with Kraus. And, you know, that, that was kept pretty secret for a long time until, uh, you know, Jordan really spoke out about it himself. And it all came more so after the Bulls were dismantled for the most part. Yeah, but uh, you know, it, it, he does he, he does rub you the wrong way, and uh, you, you know you wonder where he have fell into social media today and mm. the abuse he would have taken for making the comment that he made. Yeah, just um, wonder. But he, but him too. And I mean, he was he good at his job. That, that held them together. Yeah, I mean, he brought those guys there. He he constructed it. He made those trades to get Scotty there. I mean, he's he. That was brilliant. Just just that fact right there of get, bringing Pippen in, that is enough to win me over and know that he did a great thing there. Yeah. Um, even though he started, you know, I don't know who it was that they saw Rodman. I don't know if it was a, a assistant manager, but when they saw Rodman, they're like, we can make him work with this team. Yeah. Um, he'll, 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 he'll respect Jordan and Pippen and even bring in Rodman, but yeah, Kraus bringing in Pippen was the greatest thing you could do. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, man, it was, it was just, uh, so awesome to see how, how all that worked out. And it's, when we look at, at what, what some of us see as one of the best basketball dynasties, um, of this of this era we have uh the warriors but the warriors i mean they're so polished clay um steph both of those guys are um their their parents are basketball players they've been trained like hardcore when you see like scotty pippen and michael jordan's um their upbringing and and just just how hard they had to fight to actually even become like basketball players, the level they are, I think that speaks, and that's why they they ended up doing the things they did. I mean, Pippen, Pippen gets a job as the manager on a college basketball team. <laughs> he gets a job as the manager, and then he's he's known as the the best number two. In basketball history, after that, Jordan can't even make his his the varsity uh, basketball team his sophomore year of uh, high school. Which I know a lot of a lot of high schools are kind of set up for um, sophomores to be on JV. But I mean, when you're when you're a good athlete, you're usually moved up onto the varsity squad at least to to be part of their practices and things like that. So these are two guys who um, worked their tail off to uh, end up getting where where they ended up being. 
and uh that that fact right there is just like remarkable yeah and what, what was what, what was doing flashbacks is you know during this the uh, the 2020 all-stars this year you know how they did that different that sports uh, or the score you know however I forget what it was, the first team to get to a certain score. You start to see the full-court press, and then you're watching this Bulls documentary, and they are full-court pressing every time. And I'm like, oh, I missed that. And, yeah. you know, I hope all it opened their eyes in the All-Star break. Like, hey, defense, playing defense and, and full-court press is a, is a will help you out. Yeah, yeah, well. Um, hey, guys, this Zoom meeting is about to end, I think. I'm going to start one back up during the uh commercial break so everybody listening uh stay tuned to 107.5 and we'll be right back with the bring it in show are you gonna uh text to us or same exact meeting this is wruulp savannah georgia 107.5 fm wruu.org we are savannah soundings community radio with global soul voting is now open for connect savannah's annual best of savannah readers poll and wruu is once again on the ballot Last year, you voted us best in the local radio station and talk radio station categories. Continue your support of WRUU 107.5 FM by again voting for us in the best local radio station and best local talk radio station categories. And this year, vote for your favorite WRUU morning program and favorite WRUU host. Voting ends at 11.59 p.m. sharp on Sunday, May 3rd, and results will be revealed the night of Tuesday, May 19th. For details and voting, visit ConnectSavannah.com. And as always, thank you for listening to, supporting, and voting for WRUULP Savannah. Now, you have a chance to support both Savannah Independent Artists and WRUU during this shelter-in-place order to stop the spread of COVID-19. Creatives in Need is a group of independent artists hosted by the Roots Up Gallery, which is collaborating with WRUU during this shelter-in-place to offer an online art gallery at www.rootsupgallery.com. For every work of art sold at this online gallery, the artists receive 80% from the sales and 20% goes to WRUU and its programs like Art on the Air. Interested listeners can go to www.rootsupgallery.com to start shopping today. This is a message from the Georgia State Department of Public Health. Social distancing means minimizing contact with people. It also means that if you are near someone in public, try to stay at least six feet away. The less contact people have with one another means the less opportunity for the virus to spread. Slowing the spread of the virus means that we can keep our health care system from becoming overwhelmed. More information can be found at dph.georgia.gov. All right, and we're back. Thanks for coming back and joining us on Bring It In. You guys there? My volume working on here? We're here. We can hear you. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so hopefully they bring the full court press back in the NBA, and that would be great to watch because I miss watching defense. Yeah. You know, I'm, done, I'm done watching these three-pointers get tossed up, and you got to start playing them out there. I'm with you, man. Yeah, it's it's um it's it's almost too easy for for guys like um what's it called like Steph Curry and I mean everybody everybody Damian Lillard like every single NBA player right now is pulling up from I say half court or sometimes even further and yeah MTV jock jams where they had the twenty five point shots. Where they'd shoot, you know, when they got past the half court, or the the rim was up. There was another rim above the other rim. Oh, I like that. Let, are let, are we fixing basketball right now? Is that what we're doing? Because I like this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they put a twenty foot rim out there, that would be yeah. Yep. I mean, you got somebody like Taco Fall in there. Let's give him his own his own like fifteen yeah. footer. That he can dunk. What's a rim? What's the uh, what's the uh, the height of the basketball rim? Do you guys know? Is it like 10, 10 foot or something? Ten feet. Ten, yeah, feet. ten feet. All right. Ten I thought there's one time um, I got I it ended up turning into in school suspension because I skipped a detention. Because I mean, come on! I did. I was in gym and we we're doing our run up, um, our jogging warm up, and on um, one of the times past, I jumped up in the air and I touched the rim. Something that I could only do between like my junior and senior year in high school. So I mean, you you gotta try to touch the rim when you can. I touched the rim. Um, Mr. Scalar gave me a detention for it. He gave me a detention. And I was like, are you serious? And he kind of laughed. So I just figured he was messing around. And he wasn't really going to give me a detention. I wasn't like a bad kid. I always dressed for a gym. You know, you know the kids that can't even put on their gym uh, he uniform. was mad because he could never touch the net. He <laughs> <laughs> was like five foot, even. <laughs> so, so yeah, when I didn't show up uh, for for uh, the detention, he he sent me to the office, and they gave me in school suspension. The only time in in high school that I ever had like in school suspension. I was like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. And well, I know a lot of people where they grab the net, pull themselves up, grab the rim, then toss the ball up to them and dunk it. Yeah. You're doing something like that. You sure that's not what you did? No, I'm positive that's not what I did. Okay. I may I may have done that a time or two in my uh in my driveway, but probably not even that because I had the uh I had the old now, lower the what, rim. What it was was Glar was standing there and he jumped over him and. <laughs> He got scared. We're not. We're not. He, we're not he, he, you faced story. it. <laughs> <laughs> he, you, made, you made the gym teacher look like a little punk, and he gave you a detention. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's get back to some news. Um, 
There was a NBA player who just um on on the 18th of April he declared himself to be eligible for the draft uh to Sean Hightower, but a couple days um on the 25th he was actually picked up for uh charged with murder and aggravated assault. So he was picked up in Georgia. Um, that The homicide happened um, April 8th. So the homicide happened in Georgia while we we're in a stay-at-home uh, order, which is, is crazy when you ask me because um, I, I saw somewhere, like, it's the first time... First time, like, in Miami's history ever that they've gone, like, two months without a murder. So, it, it's lower in crime normally, us not being able to be out. But I guess something, they haven't been, they haven't put too much info out about this. Just that he has been picked up and charged with uh, aggravated assault battery possession of a firearm and uh, murder so i was not sure what's going on there but he is not going to be draft eligible anymore they um yeah they they canceled his his draft eligibility it's crazy crazy you got you got so much going on he was from tulane um so much going on in your life like if if you're even at the uh if you're at the um in the position to be able to be drafted for to put yourself in even a worse position that's that's crazy that's uh do you know what do you know what high school he went to i do not know what high school he went to elkton no, I'm just joking. Just joking. Yeah. Um. So that brings us to our sports history topic today. Yep. Yep. Let. Yep. There it is. There it is. Today is started back in nineteen. 19- what was it? 1947 um, was the first National Babe Ruth Day. Um, so today, happy Babe Ruth Day, guys. Um, nice. Babe Ruth touches touches everybody. He, he's a Baltimore native. Um, he played for the Yankees. Yeah, the Red Sox. You know, he... Um, Came on as a uh, awesome pitcher, and then when he came over, when he got traded to the Red Sox and started that beautiful uh, curse that they had on him for so long and they couldn't win, um, well, then he he became a right fielder for the New York Yankees, and um, yeah, he did he did some damage. Um, I have a a backup, another Yankees tidbit. Um, cause I wasn't really paying attention and I didn't know what the date was yesterday. So I pulled up, uh, the wrong sports history topic, one for yesterday, but we can still rock with it cause yeah. it, it touches, it touches the Yankees and Babe Ruth. And since it's national Babe Ruth day, 
I'm here to let you guys know that on April 26th, so yesterday, in 1931, there was a uh, gentleman, Lynn Larry. He was on first base, um, two outs in the inning. Lou Gehrig was up. Uh, Lou hit a home run, and he he then went um, he he ran the bases. But the thing about this homer, when he hit this homer, it cleared the center field fence, which that's not that that uh, weird. But then the ball bounced back into the hands of Senators center fielder Harry Rice. So Harry Rice is in center field holding this ball after Lou Gehrig hit it. And um, Lynn Larry's turns around right before he runs to uh, second base and he says, Oh, the the cat the center fielder caught caught it. It's out. So he jogged back to the dugout. So when Lou Gehrig passed him, he got an out instead of the home run. He came back. He was like, "What happened?" You know that ended up um, making him tied with Babe Ruth on National Babe Ruth Day now. It it made him tied with Babe Ruth for the most home runs of the season that year. So he did not win the MVP that year. It was it was all held up, and that's your your National Babe Ruth Day Yankees stat. That's, I'd I'd be pissed if I was Lou Gehrig. Oh man, yeah, go after him, go after him, and. Uh, you just, I mean, there's, it's so much, it's so much that, um, man, it would, it would make me so mad. I would be so mad. And, uh, yeah, this, that's, that's rough, man. I, I didn't play baseball, but I mean, I would, I would suspect you don't just go off of what you see happening in, um, center field that you actually, you have to um you're paying attention to your the guy actually hitting the ball like i mean i would think if he's running towards first base you still just run to second right it would just it, it would, i would be so caught off guard you know he, he he's he thinks he's beating a record right here he's in his own little mindset here jogging the bases it's that is hard yeah yeah, let's not forget there are base coaches out there telling you what to do as well. Do you, hey, maybe that's why you know, when we were playing, uh, no one did that anymore. <laughs> we all do. Maybe <laughs> um, do you think uh, they had base coaches back in, um, what was that, 1931? Oh, yeah, they were dressed differently. I mean, they looked like they were in business suits out there, but yeah. yeah, they were out there. Do you guys know about what time when um when baseball managers went from dressing up or or how how I would guess they were back in the day? I mean, I'm guessing like you said they're in suits and stuff. Um when and why did baseball managers start wearing uh baseball uniforms? Must have been around World War II. I'm thinking League of Their Own, Tom Hanks. Great movie. Classic. Yeah. That is a good one. No crying in baseball. No. So do you, 
do you think it had something to do with uh maybe like a a manager stepping in and helping out and playing at the same time too it had, it had, yeah probably pl- player coach that might be the reason they did they yeah yeah that just that makes sense. it just popped up huh 1957. 1957. had coaches dressed as players. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I look. I looked up a fact. the The guy went to Mount Zion School in Baltimore, Maryland, Winterling. So it figures he was raised in. He was raised in Baltimore, and then uh, that stuck with him when he went to basketball and Tulane. Oh man, man. So I wonder what he was doing this in is, Georgia. This, this. Wonder what he's doing in Georgia. So he is from he's from Baltimore. That's yep. That's yeah. I like your Orioles. I like your Orioles hat, uh, Glenn. It's looking fresh. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty old. I just threw it through the washer and dryer. So the 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 front's a little bent up weird, but it looks it looks super clean now, so I, I was happy about that. Um yeah. You guys hear that the NBA is starting to open facilities where um, the stay-at-home orders have been lifted. So we got uh, we got maybe the um, the door opening for us to look in and see some actual live sports happening. I'm sure um, I, they said they would need at least a month and when they say that they're opening the facilities they're not actually opening the facilities of all the all the places just where the uh stay-at-home orders have been eased and um so teams like the hawks can get in there and practice to see how how they're gonna end the season which i mean they're one of the last teams i haven't looked at any standings throughout this whole pandemic but last i saw uh the hawks were still way down at the bottom but it's not necessarily the teams don't get to go and practice basketball but they can have individual workouts so the team can um they can schedule which players coming in at what time and hit the weight room then go to the court for a little while and I know before all this happened, when they were allowed to have those individual workouts, um, some some basketball player, uh, I think Cody Zeller from Charlotte, um, he said when they would do their workouts, like he would pick up dumbbells, lift them, put them down on the floor next to him and then somebody from the team would come up to him while they were on the floor, spray them down with sanitizer, wipe them down before he could even pick up the uh, dumbbells again. So, I mean, they're going to, they're going to be taking all kinds of crazy precautions. Um, Yeah. So. Well, well, speaking about that, um, did you see? I don't know if it was season three, but Rodman—they said he was going into the gym at like 
three in the morning and he was having his buddies just shoot the ball and he was just learning how the the rotation of the ball and where it was hitting and he said he knew everything sound it would make it be going this way and he's going all crazy and that just reminded me you know when you're saying one player is going to be going into the gym maybe with another coach and just teaching them drills and stuff but it just made me reminded me of Rodman just knowing okay when Jordan shoots this way I know he has a lot of backspin so I'm right here I was like this guy's amazing yeah that I mean just the way that he was all about the rebound um i mean do we have a player that is just like i don't care if i don't get any points but i'm gonna get more rebounds than any nobody's gonna get that ball away from me i can't think of there probably is but he's 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 not helping the team do as good as rodman did yeah i mean rodman could throw those elbows get those elbows twisting around really lethal like so i want to remind you guys you're listening to bring it in on wruu 107.5 make sure you're looking us up on instagram and twitter for all your sports info questions and comments at bring it in show um give us a call when you want at 912-712-5077 and we'll be here we'll be waiting so that's what i was just saying is what do you know what states have been lifting the facilities to be able to open and i believe georgia and texas are the uh, main two. There, there's going to be like four or five more in the South this week also. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. All the Southern, all the Southern. Uh, but I don't know who's got basketball teams in, in these States. There might only be like three or four out of, out of the eight, eight or so States. Yeah. Um, you got, you got Florida, depending if they're going to be one. Georgia's already opened up. Um, Tennessee and Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. The rest of the South is just worried about um, college football, pretty much. Not about not about any of this. Um, a funny story I saw. Um, it was about in California they had to uh, stop skateboarders from going to the skate parks. Skaters are so mad about this because they they were like before like yeah we're supposed to be stayed at home but like if I go to Walmart they're like five hundred people there shopping everybody's breathing over you he's like I'm at the skate park and there might be like eight kids here with me and we're all on our own board we're like we're skating and we're just chilling and whatnot um. They're they're practicing social distancing, so they say. So they say. I mean, I don't know. Um, well, well, the towns started. Uh, I think in San Clemente, the town brought in a whole bunch of uh, dirt and filled up the skate park's uh, bottom floor so that kids couldn't ride skateboards in it. Kind of messed up. Kind of messed up. Yeah. So dirt bikers showed up 
and said, yo, this is awesome for us. And uh, there were actually little videos of dirt bikers were like doing burnouts and moving the uh, earth enough in certain areas so skateboarders could actually skateboard. And then, I mean, they were just there taking it over. They're like, hey, we love we love all this dirt. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's that's about all I got. FIFA. Hey, what, what, I I wanted to bring something up is we didn't talk about like these during the NFL draft, these zoom meetings, all the things that were getting caught on camera that shouldn't have been on there. You know, that the mom that snatched the girlfriend off the uh, guy's lap was Ooh, hilarious. Yeah. She, she, that mom was not having that. It's like, like, you're going to be gone in a, in a couple months. So, um, <laughs> there was, uh, there was a picture of John Gruden he he switched his um his spot in his room and they posted a picture of him sitting somewhere else not behind his computer and his big board was in the background so everybody he wanted to draft was on there that's great <laughs> that is great yeah oh uh, yeah there was, what was the other one oh oh a girlfriend a girlfriend went to look at uh, grabbed the guy's phone when he was on the phone with the coach. Yeah. And he hurried up and he hurried up and snatched it back. I was like, oh, you're not looking through my phone. Yeah, that is CD Lamb. He's Yeah, 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 yeah. Already bringing a little bit of uh drama to the Cowboys, so he should uh fit right in. Yep. <laughs> Man. Uh, it, it was it was fun to watch. I saw this was the biggest the biggest, I mean, obviously nobody has anything to do, but this is the most viewings they've had in yeah. history. Yeah, I saw Roger Goodell uh, bragging about that, and that was my first thought. I was like, well, he, of course, I had it yeah, on two Goodell TVs. On Saturday, Goodell on Saturday night was, I don't know what he was doing, but if he was sleeping or on, on something or drunk, but he was out of his mind. He was, <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it was kind of hard to watch, actually. He, he was yeah. messing things up all It was really time. awkward. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't really watching it. I had, on Saturday, I had it on in my kitchen, on uh, a screen in my kitchen, and I was just I was just doing stuff and kept popping in and checking it out, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about any other uh, celebrity sightings on the Zooms uh, when they were showing the teams and they were all trying to boo Goodell, which was also kind of awkward. Yeah. Uh, but I know Guy Fieri was on there. Flavortown, USA, for the Vegas Raiders. <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, that's. He gets, he gets on my nerves. Me too. You know, guy, oh. Me you know what's too. cool about guy though? He loves he Old Trapper, hot and spicy beef jerky. I mean, I like, bet you so. everybody likes Old Trapper, hot and spicy beef jerky. I'm gonna go try to find some. If I can't, I'll Amazon some. There you go. Yeah. But I want to thank you guys for joining me on this Zoom. Um, and I want to thank everybody out there listening to us. Uh, talk about the draft mostly. It's all that's going on. Um, hopefully in a week or two, we'll be able to give you some real info on what's going on. But that's our show. And thank you for joining us. 
Thanks for having us on. Always, always. It's fun. You guys, you guys pump it up. You can always find us yeah, on Instagram or Twitter. It's like, what do I have to do to, what am I doing on Monday? Oh, that's right. I could be on a talk show. And thanks yeah. again for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday at 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. See you, see you. always stay tuned to 107.5. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff.